0: And welcome to the Royals Rundown podcast, the Kansas City Royals podcast in association with Inside the Royals. I am Jake Milham and join me tonight. I have two guests. I have Lucas Murphy, as always, and I have Yost Malone. Yost, how are you doing tonight?
1: Fan freaking fantastic Another great day at the ballpark. So I'm doing good.
0: All right. Sounds like a plan to me. Lucas, how are you doing, man? doing good man i mean other
2: than the royals losing 1-0 i mean there's a lot of good things going on uh i don't know if you saw vinny p hit his first triple a home run just a few minutes ago and heck yeah uh, so, so i'm pretty excited man i'm excited uh, about today we're heading into the weekend and
0: uh of course we have my buddy on so let's go yeah man yeah man so uh so yoast for our newer listeners uh can you you're, you're kind of an interesting figure in the Kansas City Royals uh spectrum. I don't, what's the, what's the term? Like, uh like you, you collect a lot of things. You go to a lot of games. Like, how would you describe yourself?
1: I, on my YouTube channel, I'm a ball hawk and I'm a collector. There you That's, go. You know, it's two different things. So um kind of the godfather of this is Zach Hample. Most people have heard of him. He caught a Ross 3000 hit. He's caught Mike Trout's first home run. He's kind of the one that started all of this. Once I started watching his videos, I was like, wait a minute, I can catch baseballs too. And then you start getting into I've caught enough baseballs. I'm pretty good at catching them. So what's the level up? And now I collect game use stuff. So like lineup cards, as you probably see. I just started this year getting lineup cards from like the umpires, getting the bullpen lineup cards. And so I'm doing more collecting. Because I can only catch so many baseballs before it gets boring. I hand them, I give them out to kids. 98% of the time if I catch it, I just hand it to, to the nearest kid. So it doesn't really matter too much. But now I'm trying to get into, like, getting bats, getting game used gloves, getting cleats. And so that's kind of where I'm um, maturing towards, you know, within my
0: thing at Kansas City okay sounds like a plan and just like you're you're not you're not embellishing anything at all like for our listeners we're recording on uh april 21st right now like you got a lot of stuff just from today's game like what'd you get just from today so
1: today i got what did i get so it was crazy i got chris archer autograph who i've always wanted carlos correct because you know he's kind of one of those names that people keep booing him, but he's an extremely nice guy i got a picture with Nick Gordon. From the twins, I I asked him, I said, Hey, Nick, would you want to take a picture with me after you warm up? He was warming up. And then he like came over to me. We took a picture and then he ran back off. So I was like, Whoa, that got two baseballs. I got the umpire lineup card. And then I was so close to getting the twins bullpen lineup card, but it didn't happen, but I may have an usher to hook me up. He may get it on the sly and give it to me later. So more will come on that.
0: There you go. There you go man lucas i mean how <laughs> what i i'm so jealous of this guy but like you've been getting a lot of stuff from yost over the
2: years yeah so i mean uh, we actually uh there's a youtube video out there on my youtube channel where we all met up at the ballpark and and i got to do the the Yoast experience and let me tell you man it's 100 worth it uh it was a blast and you know we went to high school together but this is like next level like hobby stuff and like it's it's awesome to be able to go out into the environment with him and just see how he he does it and man it's so cool too like for me that's like a kid moment to to get a like i'm you know i'm 33 years old but to see the ability to get a baseball to get lineup cards like every time he posts something and and i'm always like man you're a beast because he just got carlos correa's autograph. like like that's huge like, that's monstrous. And then, you know, he hooked me up with Kyle Isbell. I got a one-of-one, one, uh, one of his pictures. Uh, so, yeah, man, I'm I'm a big fan of his, and uh, I consider him a good friend.
0: Yeah, real fast, real fastios where can folks, like, find your – because you're pretty big on social media. Um,
1: I, I'm okay. I'm okay. I have a little bit, but I'm all right. He's, He's hilarious on, on
2: TikTok. You got to head to his TikTok. If you want to die laughing, head over to his TikTok. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I was going to tell. I was gonna say, man, Lucas, tell me about the Salvi story real quick. How yeah. it all, or I could tell the story. It was amazing. So, yeah, long I'll you want to you know, let go me ahead. tell it? Yeah, go so, ahead. So, here's what happened. We went to the game, and, you know, whenever I'm in autograph mode, and I'm like, I got to get an autograph. Something's going to happen tonight. I know it. And so, we, we were like, let's stay after. So, I know where the players come out, and I was like, bro, we're going to get Salvi. Like, I just felt it. Lucas was like, all right, we'll see, man. We just felt it. And so we're standing on one part. I was like, bro, let's go to the other side of this parking lot. We both did. It was this kid. I've got the young kid's name. I was like, bro, we're about to get this autograph. Next thing you know, Salby walks out. This kid calls him over. And we were the only three there. It was, it was me, the kid's mom. And then it was me, Lucas, and then the kid and his mom. Next thing you know, Salby's like, he took a picture of them. He saw me have a picture of him. He's like, he like went over, was like, he signed it. Lucas i sorry, but got a ball. He signed it for him. And we're the only three he signed for. So it was like, and he has it on video. It's on his YouTube channel. It was crazy.
0: Oh my yeah. gosh. I would die. I, I, think,
2: I think the thing was like, so how the whole day went is I caught one baseball. Like we got there early. We're out there in the outfield. We're standing in right field. And I caught the baseball on actual on video. So here I am. I'm I'm just ecstatic. I caught a baseball. It was like brand new everything. So, you know, I wanted to continue on with the experience. So we go out, we do the autograph thing and like, we're seeing the players walk out and, you know, like Nikki goes over and signs some things, but then he's like, Hey guys, I got to do that. I got to go. And then the next one was uh, I think like Jake Brent and his wife and a few other people. So then we, you decided you were like, Hey, this isn't working out. There's a kid over across the way you're like, this isn't the side to be on. You're like that over there is where we need to go. So we walked all the way around, got to the other side, we're hanging out next to this kid. And sure enough, like Salvi must've just like, it's not like he had a bad day. I think he maybe, you know, didn't do the greatest, but he walked up the, the separate tunnel and it's coming up the backside. And that's where, you know, it was, it was crazy. I get, I'm holding my camera, it's brand new. And like, I'm videoing this and, uh, you know, he signs, for Yost, he signs for the kid, and then I'm handing him my ball. The only ball that I got the day, that day, signs it. Man, I got that thing in a case. It happened to be also Hunter Dozier, like, bobblehead day, so we got hooked up with that. I mean, that was – it was an experience, man. It was awesome, and I'm looking forward to more. Yeah, man, that sounds like a heck of a great time.
0: I'm um, trying yo- to find a
2: picture for you, so yeah. I'll let you go, but I'm going I'm to pull the picture up uh, of us taking the – you know,
0: taking the picture. yeah. Heck yeah! Hey, Yoast, how many games have you gotten out to this year?
1: Um, four, no, four, five. I've been a five so far.
0: Just real, real quick tangent. What What do you think about this this attendant this attendance issue stuff?
1: I personally think it's April. The Royals aren't doing bad, but like I went to opening day. It was definitely the weather, and then you have to lock out and. You know, people are, like, they're, they're not forgiving. Like, it's its the millionaires with arguing with the billionaires, as some people would say. So I would say the lockout was probably the reason for opening day. People probably couldn't take off of work. The weather, it was not the best weather outside. And it's April baseball in Kansas City. It just doesn't happen. You know, they don't have the best promos on things. Yeah. Parking's high. I know the Chiefs are different, but it's one game a week. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes over there. And we have Bobby Wood Jr. and, you know, Merrifield and all those. But there's 81 chances for baseball compared to eight for football. And so that's kind of what i think is going on. I think if the Royals play over 500 balls soon, you know, more people start coming out. But the tickets, you know, ticket prices are, are crazy high. So that's kind of why I think is what they uh, that's why I think the attendance is not as high as it should be.
0: Okay. All right. Understood. Just wanted to, you know, I, I haven't been out. Let's see this picture. Oh my gosh. That is so cool, man. <laughs> I'll have to, well, I'll, I'll have to retweet that, uh, that video out to folks and watch it on the Royals rundown uh, Twitter later sure. on. But all right. Now, now that we've talked about, you know, a little bit of stuff at Kaufman and, and Yost, what you do, let's get to, uh, let's get to right now, baseball which uh, unfortunately like, isn't, isn't the best. Um, the the Royals did get a series win over the Twins, which was good. Not, not going to lie. The pitching looked very, very good this series. Um, but today was really a big disappointment. Um, had a rookie pitcher in the Twins but and a new lineup, too. But the team still lost 1-0. You know, Zach Granke, he pitched one run baseball and the lineup just couldn't get it done. Um, Lucas, you know, when you were watching the game today, like what, what do you think? What was the vibe? And, you know, I,
2: first of all, I want to say like, I'm glad, you know, you and I've talked multiple times about the, the lineup change. And today is one that I was like, very, very happy with. I think the, the one that I've liked the most was without Santana. I think we've been kind of seeing a little bit more headway with that one. Um, I was a little bit more disappointed today with Hunter Dozier striking out. I think he's been on kind of a, a, a go. And really didn't look too good today. But man, he was that that pitch, you gotta give props to that guy. I mean, he he was on today. The twins just, you know, for what they were, I mean, because both teams really to me didn't look too good. Um, obviously I wasn't out there, but they said some wind was a little bit of a factor. Um, but man, you know, I think um, it's just it's it is what it is, can't win them all. And I think for me, the most unfortunate part is that Grinky you know, again, goes out there and basically gives a good outing and can't come up with a win. So, uh, but man, I I like this lineup and I, I'm hoping that heading to Seattle and maybe, uh, you know, a little bit better and I guess not so much better environment weather wise, but just kind of maybe getting away from Kaufman and maybe changing it up a little bit. Maybe they'll start to kick it in gear.
0: Okay. Understood. Yost, you, you were out there today. What did you think?
1: So I agree with Lucas and the wind. I think the wind was a factor. Um, when you saw Ben and Tindy pimp a triple, he pimped a triple. That wasn't a home run. So when I was there, I was I was on the third baseline. He hit it, and I mean your boy pimped it like it was gone, and it was like, bro, that is a so that's I think he could have did it inside the park home run to be honest, but yeah. he pimped a triple, and then we couldn't score him. He got thrown out by Nick Gordon. I'm like, yeah. come on. like yeah. That That kind of stuff is what makes people angry. We can't scratch across one run he had chances.
2: Yeah. I, I think, you know, I think for me, the, one of the biggest things too is like, I think the other day they had guys on first and second with no outs. And it's like, we can't, we can't manufacture sometimes more than one to two runs. And I think to me that plays a lot into how the lineup is designed But I also think, too, that just shows, like, I I guess that the hitting is kind of falling. It has kind of started off very slow, but also is a little bit behind, too. And, um, you know, it was nice to see Bobby, Bobby Wade Jr. get a a hit today. And, um, you know, the pitching is just continuing to. I think it's we're starting to see it go. And that's the thing, man. And that was my biggest concern. We've talked. And I think for me, if, if the pitching can kind of keep their head above water, to where they're like treading a little bit better. The bullpens lights out. I mean, they're nails, man. But if this pitch, starting pitching can keep going, the hitting starts comes around, man, 85 wins. Here we come.
0: Yeah. And I mean, let's, so let, let's look at the box score real fast. Granky only went five innings today, which, you know, it, it isn't bad. It was still five innings, one run baseball. I can live with that. But when you're telling me that for four innings, we had Gabe Spear, Taylor Clark, and Dylan Coleman pitch shutout baseball. And what Clark? Yeah. Clark and Coleman both had two strikeouts in their work. Like that's that's great for me. This, you know, this bullpen kind of had a, a rocky start at the beginning. But it seems like no right now, no matter who the Royals put out there from the bullpen, they're set up to succeed. Which we'll go see, here, here real quick here. Here's the thing, too is that something that
2: Matheny has always been scrutinized about is how he's managed a a bullpen. Yeah. And I think, I think now if that's something that he kind of gets over and knows kind of how he wants to go with that, because we're seeing it, it executed, at least in my opinion, it is being executed very, very well. Now, whether that is a, a contributing factor coming from multiple coaches or Matheny is really truly making those decisions, that's big because like, you know, I think when's the last time we saw Spire pitch? I mean, it's, it's, been, a, it's yeah, been a it's been a minute, well. and he comes out and and just does what he's supposed to do. So, man, I just I, I like what we're doing with that, and I think if they can continue, I mean, we gotta understand too as fans, like it's not gonna be perfect every single game. Like there are gonna be times where you know they do get give runs up and stuff, but if they're more consistent, just locked down like they are, that's that is big time.
0: Yeah, that is true. And last time we saw Aspire pitch was April 10th. So it's been 11 days since he pitched yeah. and, and he came in and, you know, no rust. It was really good. Um, Yost, what do you, I mean, what are some of your other takeaways from today's game?
1: So I was personally excited. Nikki was batting first. I was a hundred. I was on board with that, you know, the whole batting ninth kind of setting the table I was so happy he's batting first. I think the problem is Whit Merrifield hasn't showed up at all. Like, I don't know where his bat went, but it's not, it's not here. And so I think the issue is you have Dozier do good one game. Salvi does this thing. nikki has been consistent. But then your number one prospect is really hasn't, hasn't done anything. And then you got Whit Merrifield, who's been two-hit with, striking out, batting one-something, I mean, one thirty. It's it's awful, and so I think because he hasn't shown up, some other bats are showing up. There's a lot of deficiencies in this lineup, and so that's kind of what I think is going on.
0: Yeah, I agree, and um, I mean, last seven games for Witt, he has a .1 batting average and a .17 OBP. Like he's it's he's just not getting it done. And I do, you know, it has been a ongoing. Um, I wouldn't say issue, but maybe storyline amongst Royals fans with uh, Bobby Witt's struggles. And, you know, it's everyone was getting on to us saying, hey, you need to be patient with this team. You need to give him some leeway. I'm more likely to give leeway to a a prospect who's hasn't even played 20 games in the major leagues yet. And is just having some struggles and getting used to things. Um, And today I thought he had a I thought he had a solid game. You know, he drew a walk. He got a hit. I'm I'm not mad. I've certainly seen worse performances from a batter in the seven hole, but that's just me, Lucas. I mean, what did you think of wit?
2: Yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm going to stay, you know, optimistic. I mean, trout trout came out and struggled in his first year. I think they today on the radio, when I was driving home this morning, I mean, they went through a list of people who are pretty talented major league baseball players and they all struggled in their first year. So I'm going to keep the positivity. I think for me, kind of like what Yo said is my concern is kind of with an aging with Merrifield and, um, you know, they kind of broke some numbers down with that and it's a similar situation with Carlos Santana. He hit 34 years old. I believe he's 36 right now, but his digress started at the age of 34. And, um, and so I, I'm, you know, is Witt going to kind of turn it around? I think as the weather starts to change and, you know, he can continuously goes, but I think for me, when you really pull the, the scope out, I think for me, it's Mondesi. Um, the one that's more, most concerning to me is Mondesi. And I think what is also a little bit more concerning is that they sent Carlos bell down to AAA today and brought up Ronald Blanos. I'm a big fan of Ronald Blanos, but I think my thing is, is that that shows that they're not going to be willing to sit him. Um, and, and when I say him, I'm speaking of Mondesi. I think he needs kind of a day to just collect it, maybe figure it out. Um, And I think at some point the Royals need to understand he's not their guy no more. Uh, You have your guy playing at third shift him over. Let's bring in, uh, you know, Nikki, put him where he may need to go. But man, I think uh, at some point you really have to take into
0: consideration that Monesty is not what he's going to be. And we need to move forward. Yeah, man. It's just, it's just gonna be a tough pill to swallow. And I was, I was talking to someone on Twitter about it earlier on today and it's, it's accepting the fact that Mondesi had or has that superstar potential and whether it be injuries, whether it be, you know, work ethic, that's been a a question in the past. I'm not saying it is right now. Um, Whether it be developing coaches, you know, he just hasn't reached his potential and that's, that's something that we need to need to accept. And he had a great defensive play today. Don't get me wrong. That, that leaping grab that was, I thought that was great. Great highlight baseball, but you just got to look at other options right now at this point. I mean, I Yost. For, oh, go ahead.
2: Real quick. I think for me, though, to wrap it back to your question, you know, what do you think of Bobby Witt junior? I think, too, like Bobby's making plays similar to that over at third. We haven't even seen him make his like full highlight reel at shortstop yet. That That's capable and that's there. So I think from a defensive standpoint, our concerns really aren't concerns because we have a a replacement right there i mean we also have a couple guys down in the minors and we've talked about like michael garcia i'm not saying he's going to be up in the majors anytime soon but you have guys that are kind of tiered down below that could potentially be better than what Mondesi's doing and um you know i'm I'm obviously you know the royals are going to make their decisions and do what they're going to do but um I i think at some point we need to kind of take off our blinders or our royals glasses and be like look man Monty's just not it, and we need to go.
0: Yeah, it'll it'll probably take a second. Yost coming back around to you. So we we're talking about how we like seeing new lineups and we like seeing shifts in the lineup. Um, what are some other changes that you would like to see in the lineup right now?
1: Um, that's always the lineup is kind of one of those questions you you, you know you you think about. You're like, man, what 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 can the Royals do to be better? I mean, I like Nicky batting first personally. That's just me. I think he deserves those at first at bats, or at least second. I mean, maybe put Matt Mayfield down. I think Bobby Witt Jr. needs to hit lower in the lineup, but there's really not any other hitters. I mean, yeah, there, there, there really isn't. You gonna put Michael yeah. A. Taylor up there? I mean, Ben already up there. Salvi's already up there. That's almost your Hunter dozer. I mean, what what are you gonna do? I mean, you know, it's like Matheny's playing with you know, all his cards shown and there's only so much he can do if the players don't show up, it's not his fault. They, if they're not hitting, he can't hit the bat for him. So, I mean, I think moving Nikki up and moving Whit junior down was better because it's not as much pressure in the seven old than the two hole. So that's just me personally.
0: No, that's that, that's a great way to look at it. And you know what, you're, you're absolutely right. There's, there's only so much that the coaches can do Um I do. I do have to point out the uh, the fire Cal Eldridge calls have kind of uh, quieted down after after that uh, 17 to three game. I do have to say that. Um, I mean, Lucas, are there outside of just taking Santana out permanently? What's what's another change you want to see right now?
2: And I I do like uh, I like Nikki at the top. Um, i do want to emphasize too you know one of the big things they talked about last night was the fact that he likes to draw two two strikes and he can handle two strikes well. to me that's a perfect leadoff hitter so love nikki in the top um i think for me though i and this is gonna be crazy but i'm okay with bobby wood jr staying up in the three hole um and that's just me i think that once he starts to kick it in gear because right now it's just he's swinging at a lot of um, I think it was forty percent of pitches necessarily out of the zone, and I think he's striking out. We went over a percentage too of his strikeout rates, pretty high. Once that starts to come down, and he does start to get singles, doubles, and then turns those into a home runs too, um, him him being in that spot and the comfortability in that spot is going to be there. So I think you kind of got to keep plugging. Like he's one that I'm, I wouldn't necessarily be so adamant to making him bounce around. Um, I would be more comfortable even though he is struggling keeping him in a spot just because that's what, I mean, that's, you got to get him in a groove. You got to get him rolling. Now, like with Merrifield, I think he can move around. Um, and I think, you know, that would be my extreme take would be maybe put him down in like the nine spot, maybe have Michael A. Taylor at the eight and put wit at the nine and kind of being that what Nikki was there for a little bit. So uh, maybe it'll get him rolling. I, you know, as a baseball player, I, for me, if I'm hitting in a one spot or if I'm hitting in the nine spot, the it doesn't matter because once you get through the, you know, once you get going and the game gets going, it, it doesn't matter where you're hitting because you just know you gotta get up and hit hit after that next guy and get on base. So um it is yeah, that's kind of what I'm looking at.
0: All right, Yost. So here hear this out for me and I want to hear your opinion after it. So I'm looking at the stats right now, Bobby Witt. When he's ahead in the count, he's batting 273 with a 102 OPS, which is, which is pretty, pretty dang good in my opinion. So for a top four, let's just say this top four. Let's go Nikki, Andrew Benatendi, Bobby Witt, and then Perez. What do you think about that lineup in probably one to two weeks time?
1: I honestly would not mind that. I think like, as Lucas said, we need to give Bobby Witt some just more at bats. I mean, I think he's just having a slow start. Just to be honest. He's the number one overall prospect. So, I mean, I would not mind that at all. I think he he's going to be, he, you can see glimpses of star power. You can see it. It's just as an all clicked. And so I, I, I would actually, like I think that would be really good because those are going to be your four bats that you trust the most. I think if you know they can start scraping some runs across, I that.
2: That's just me. That's just me personally. Hey, can you say it one more time? Oh, did you – what? No, uh, I, I was. Can you say your what? To, what that was? That lineup. You
0: so said That lineup, that lineup was going to be Nikki, okay. Andrew Banatendi, Bobby Wood Jr., then Salvador Perez. Okay. And then uh, what? I'm thinking from there, maybe you go Dozier. Um, you could I mean on so I I've gotta admit it. I don't think Michael A. Taylor has been bad at the plate so far. I would slide him up to maybe the six or the seven. Yeah. Um, and then you could just have you can kind of fill in the gaps down lower. You know, you got your Cam Gallagher in on a Sunday. You got your Edward Olivares in for his like one every 30 game quota start, like how, however that works with him. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I like seeing that this managerial staff is willing to make changes in the lineup at least. Maybe it came two or three games too late. That's fine. But at least they're willing to make changes. Um, Lucas, I we we've we've already beat this dead horse a little bit too much. But your closing thoughts, uh, real
2: quick. My I got two things. So first one, I think the only devil's advocate situation with Mike Matheny is he likes to left right left right or right left right left. Um, and once the game gets rolling, I think that's a more strategy for when you start to look towards the pin. So um, it's it's harder to if you if we did a right right left left type of situation. Then from an opponent standpoint, the coach is like, hey, I know I can warm up a lefty and attack these two lefties and then bring in a righty and get their two righties. So I think they'll probably keep the rotation of left, right, left, right, or right, left, right, left. Um Now, my question now is, is Yost, when we get in a Bobby Wade Jr. autograph on something, that's my final question. That's my final thought. Is that's he, a great is he, well, does That's he, does he question. come up? Does he pop up? Does he pop up? Like, are you seeing him like you are all the other ones or is he kind of sneaking in or what's he, what's going on?
1: So I will give y'all the 401 on the autograph tip. If you guys want autographs. So Bobby Wood junior has been going through the tunnel. I've gone in the morning. He takes the cart. He has That's been extremely of hard to get. <laughs> so I'm going to have to go to either target field uh, somewhere I can get closer access to get him because he's been extremely hard to get. I haven't got him yet. Whit Mary the same way. I got Salvy the other night, but yeah, it, he's been sneaking through the tunnel. So that good luck on getting him. Have have a little cute kid next to you, maybe he'll stop.
0: <laughs> well, Yoast. Okay, so let's let let's scout this out a little bit here. So I'm I'm out in Virginia right now, um, and the Royals are coming out to Camden Yards the first weekend. Of May. So if I wanted to get an autograph in Camden Yards, what do you think, man? Where, where do I position myself? I have been in Camden
1: Yards before, hey. so I can help you on that. So, all right, what you want to do is either get there really early. Hopefully you have BP. If they mm-hmm. have BP, you're going to be safe. Even if not before the game, have a sign and says, I drove here. I am a longtime fan. Have a sign say goals for today. Meet Bobby Witt junior something. Get their attention. A sign works every time. I got Lorenzo Cain to sign a Jersey for me. It works. Signs always work. I know I could, that's a whole other story for another day, but <laughs> make a sign that says goals today, a Royals win and a meet Bobby Witt junior. I'm telling you it will work. Have all your stuff ready to go before the game starts. So he can run over. Camden has pretty good access to the players. Mm -hmm. Run over there, sign it, and then go on about his way. Do it right when they're warming up, and you'll get his attention. You'll get the autograph.
0: All right. Sounds like a plan. I will, um, here, I will deploy your tactics and I'll let you know how it goes. How's that sound?
1: It will work. So (laughs) (laughs)
0: 100% satisfaction guaranteed. You know, I, I love to hear it, Yost. I love to hear it. Well, where can, uh, where can folks find you on social media for more of these uh, stories and tips and tricks and stuff?
1: So you go to my YouTube at Yost Malone. You can go to my TikTok, Yost underscore Malone one, just as the same as my Instagram, Yost underscore Malone one. You can find me on there. I do a lot of Instagram of me at the ballpark, getting stuff. If people have questions, you know, put it in the comments. I will be glad to do a video over it. Cause I like doing videos on how I get autographs and I'm gonna do what's in my baseball bag, cause I carry a bag with me. Or, you know, I do a whole bunch of things. I have a I have a customized glove that I carry with me, and so it's just different things getting people's attention. How I started getting lineup cards, I I'll, I'll be glad to explain all of it. It's no secret.
0: Heck yeah, sounds like a plan. We'll have to we'll have to have you back on here in the near future, and we can get a little bit more of your stories and a little bit more of your insight. Um, hey Lucas, before we wrap it up on the social media stuff, I do want to do a quick around the horn. Um, Yost upcoming series against the Seattle Mariners. What are your predictions for the Royals?
1: I think the Mariners are okay. I think if the Royals bats are going, I think the bullpen will hold it down. I think we'll be okay. If we can take two out of three, I'll be happy.
0: All
2: right, Lucas, you, uh, I'm going to go two out of three. They're dealing with some COVID issues, starting right fielder. I think three bullpen pieces, two coaches and some other stuff. Uh, and it's
0: supposed to head into this weekend. So I'm going to go two out of three. All right. Well, I'm going to hold down the pessimistic role in this uh, in this podcast. I'm going to go one out of three.
2: <laughs> hey,
0: you know what? Some someone's someone's got to be different. And that's, I'll convert that's you me. one day. I'll, I, I'll, I, I know you will. You I know figured get, I'll get you
2: optimistic and you'd say three out of three.
0: <laughs> Clean eight. sweep. Hey, get me out of the military. Maybe my mood will improve a little bit more. Okay, sound good? (laughs) Sounds good. (laughs) All right, Lucas, where can folks find you on social media? Hey, guys, head over to the Beat of
2: KC. You are going to get absolutely imploded with information. Uh, That's where everything comes, filters in from all the work that I'm doing. So head over to the Beat
0: of KC. All right, sounds like a plan. If you want to follow the podcast a little bit more or just want some more Royals content, please follow us on Twitter at Royal RoyalRundownPod. Um, again, I'm Jacob Milham. You can follow me on Twitter at Um It's a lot of Royals content, a lot of Chiefs draft content. You know, that is just around the corner right now, so please bear with me on that. But thank you again for listening. And until next time, go Royals!